Good day. We are now going to begin looking at the Antichrist section of this study. As you know, uh, my references at this point will be A.W. Pink, Derek Prince, Jacob Prash, um, Constable, and I'll be putting in a few things from myself as well. The way we're going to do this section of the Antichrist is the first section, this one here, part one, chapter one, is just a summary table that I'm going to go through. So this is going to be a pretty short podcast. The second chapter is some important points to study and look at before studying the person of the Antichrist. Chapter 3 is looking at the Antichrist in the Old Testament. Chapter 4, looking at him in the Prophets. Chapter 5, looking at him in the Gospels and the Epistles. Chapter 6, generally looking at him in Revelation. Chapter 7, looking at him in Revelation chapter 13. And then briefly talking about in chapter 8, worshipping the beast, worshipping his image and receiving his mark. And then chapter 9 might just be a closing summary with regards to um, this topic. So what I want you to look at here and understand here, in my opinion, we are probably looking at possibly the second most important person discussed in the Word of God. Obviously the first one being Jesus Christ. Jesus is God incarnate, Emmanuel, God with us. And what Jesus brings to us is all that God is. He shows us who God is. Antichrist is the opposite. He is Satan incarnate. He is the seed of Satan. And so it is pretty important to basically understand, especially if we are the generation that is going to enter into the last seven years and specifically go into the last three and a half years, we need to understand who this person is because he is Satan incarnate. He is the seed of Satan. He is the culmination of the work of Satan to present himself to mankind in human flesh. So without further ado, let's just briefly go through the various aspects of what I want to discuss quickly. And I'm just going to be listing them. So there'll be a a listing them and maybe one or two points of, of interest that come to mind as I'm doing this. So what we're going to be doing here is, first of all, we're going to be looking at the forms of the Antichrist, characteristics, titles, actions and behaviors, And then finally, we'll be looking at, basically, I'll just be giving you a a reference of his characteristics of the Antichrist. So, firstly, let's look at forms of the Antichrist. There are three forms. First of all, there are many Antichrists. Secondly, there is an Antichrist that will be coming in the future, that we will be facing one specific person. And thirdly, there is the spirit of Antichrist, and we've dealt with these extensively previously. 
Secondly, we're going to be looking, going through seven points on the characteristics of the Antichrist. First of all, he is in association with God's people to start out with. Specifically, you can look at the promotion of the Antichrist through the World Council of Churches and how, how often in Scripture we see how the Antichrist is always, and the spirit of Antichrist especially, is always trying to get in amongst believers. Two, he denies that Jesus is the Messiah. 1 John chapter 2. Three, he denies the Father and the Son. 1 John chapter 2. Four, he denies Jesus, the Messiah has come. He, uh, number five, he will have a fierce nature. Number six, he's very proud, arrogant. He is a persecutor, boastful of himself, greedy. He curses God. He is a mocker. He promotes all manner of wickedness and evil. And he attacks and kills the innocent. Psalm chapter 10, verse 2 to 11. And number seven, he will be deceitful and he will be an unjust man. Psalm 43. We will now look at 29 points under the title and titles of the Antichrist. So I'm just going to go through those, these for you. Um, number one, he is the seed of Satan. Genesis chapter 3. Asher. Numbers 24, 22. Number three, he is the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. Psalm 5, verse 6. Number four, he is the destroyer, a violent man. Psalm 17, verse 4. Number five, he is the destroyer, the extortioner. Isaiah 16, verse 4. Number six, like a lion, like a young lion. Psalm 17, verse 12. We also have the picture of him as a lion, roaring lion in Peter. Number seven, the mighty man, Psalm 52, verse 1. Number eight, the little horn in Daniel, chapter 7. Number nine, the Assyrian in Isaiah, chapter 10, verse 5. Number 10, the Assyrian king in Isaiah 30. Number 11, the rod of my anger, the rod of Yahweh's anger, Isaiah 10, verse 5. Number 12, the oppressor, the wicked, Isaiah 11, 4. 13, the destroyer of nations, Jeremiah 4, 7. 14, the prince of Ty, Jeremiah 28, 2 to 19. Number 15, the fourth beast, Daniel chapter 7. Number 16, the beast, Revelation chapter 11, verse 7 and chapter 13, verse 1. 17, the king, Daniel chapter 11, 36. 18, the king of princes, Hosea 8, verse 10. 19, the head of the northern army, Joel 2.20. 20, the adversary, Amos 3.11. Sorry. Number 21, the proud man, Habakkuk 2.5. 22, the foolish, idle, worthless shepherd, Zechariah 11.17. Number 23, the antichrist, 1 John 2.22. Number 24, the man of lawlessness, the man of sin, 2 Thessalonians 2.3. Number 25, the lawless one, 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 8. Number 26, the son of perdition, doom or destruction, 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 3. 27, the abomination of desolation, Matthew. 28, the little horn, Revelation 7, 21. 29, 
He is the image. He is an image, Revelation chapter 13. Then let's look at some of his actions and behaviors um, and representations. Foreshadows. First of all, he is foreshadowed in the person of Nimrod. Pharaoh is a foreshadow of the Antichrist in Exodus chapter 3 onwards. In other words, he is a defier of God. He is one who cruelly treats God's people. The one who, by ordering the destruction of all male children, the one who sought to cut off Israel from being a nation, the one who met with such a disastrous end at the hands of the Lord. So you can see what takes place as a foreshadow, Pharaoh, and the children of Israel as a foreshadow of what is coming in um, the end times, the last three and a half years. Um, he also is like the person of Solomon. Uh, Solomon is an interesting character in the Bible where he represents both Jesus Christ and he represents both the Antichrist as well. Judas is a representation of the Antichrist, a type of anti uh, anti Antichrist. Number five, Antiochus Epiphanes, the intertestamental period. Number six, Asher, who keeps Israel captive, Numbers 24-22. Number seven, he will wage war on the saints, Daniel 7-21. Number eight, he will speak against the Most High, Daniel 7-25. Number nine, he will wear down the saints, Daniel 7-25. Number 10, he will attempt to change the times and laws. That's an interesting one. Daniel 7, 25. Number 11, the saints will be handed over to him for three and a half years. Daniel 7, 25. And going on with action and behavior. Uh, number 12, he will do as he pleases. Daniel 11, 26. 13, he will speak unheard of things against the God of gods, Daniel 11.26. Number 14, he will have no regard for the God of his fathers, Daniel 11.26. Number 15, he will have no desire for women, Daniel 11.26. Number 16, he will have no regard for any other God, Daniel 11.26. Number 17, he will act in self-will, 11.36. 18, he will exalt himself, same scripture. Number 19, he will magni magnify himself above every God, also same scripture, Daniel 11:36. Number 20, he will blaspheme the true God, same scripture. 21, he will prosper for a limited time period, same scripture, Daniel. Uh, number 22, he will be an irreligious person, Daniel 11:37. Number 23, he will also place confidence in military might, Daniel 11, 38 and 39. Number 24, his, his military might will be challenged. 11, 40, he will be, in, in, uh, he will be initially victorious in battle, 11, 40 to 43. Number 26, he will face renewed conflict, verse 44 of Daniel 11. Number 27, he will establish his headquarters in Jerusalem. Daniel 11.35, number 28, he will finally come to an end, Daniel 11.45, and number 29, he will give honor to the God of fortresses, Daniel 11.38. Number 30, he will give honor, land, and riches to those who acknowledge him, Daniel 11.39. Number 31, he will come in his own name with power, 
or authority except his own. Without power or authority except his own. John 5, 43. Number 32, he does his own will. 33, he comes to destroy. 34, sets up an abomination, a rebellion where it does not belong. 35, breaks a covenant with the Jews. Number 36, he exalts himself above every god or object of worship. 2 Thessalonians 2, 4. Number 37, he actually enters the temple, takes his seat in the temple of God, 2 Thessalonians 2, 4. Number 38, proclaims that he himself is God, 2 Thessalonians 2, 4. 39, he's preceded by apostasy in the church, 2 Thessalonians 2, 4. Number 40, through the activity of Satan and with great power, counterfeit miracles, deceptive signs and false wonders, 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 9. Number 41, unlimited seduction to evil and all deception of wickedness, 2 Thessalonians 2.10. And my final point is the characteristics of his empire. You can read about that in Daniel chapter 2 and in Daniel chapter 7. Let me finish off chapter 1 of this podcast. Uh, It's been a short podcast. It's been just a recitation of points. Um, You can go in and just write them down, get the scriptures. But that just gives you a a, a brief overview of how extensively and throughout the word of God that the Bible does talk about the Antichrist. And for those people that are the the generation that is going to go into Daniel seven years... Um, He is going to be an important figure to understand because as the church, you are going to have to recognize who this man is because he is going to wreak havoc amongst the church with regards to the deception he brings through the false prophet and through um, through his image and through his mark. Many Christians are going to fall for his lies. And so it is important for you to basically recognize who he is. Chapter 2 will be a couple of important points I want to give you prior to studying the Antichrist. And so I'm going to sign off now. God bless you and we'll talk again soon.